the 12 questions. Hey. Uh, I'm Anna, and I'm here. I think, and then we've got uh, we've got Alex. I'm here. I think. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, and we have a guest today. Hey, I'm Jane. Jane, I'm most definitely here. Yeah, awesome present. Jane, thank I'm you so much present. for for joining us today. This is my first time meeting you. We've known each other for like ten minutes, and it's been <laughs> a blast. No, yeah, past ten minutes. So much of a blast. I met Jane uh, through my home meeting. Ooh. I saw her speak, and I was like laughing the whole time so i was like oh we definitely gotta have her on for our guests jane introduce yourself to our listeners hey guys um i'm jane johnson i have been sober for a year and two months whoa so you're an expert now i'm a pro yeah (laughs) (laughs) pro level yeah right um (laughs) you know progress not perfection Mm -hmm. um but i've been living in la for two years now um today is my anniversary. What? Whoa. Yeah. That's great. Happy living in LA anniversary. Thank you. If you're listening in some other place, that's a thing people do here. We celebrate mm. our anniversaries moving to LA because it is so hard to live here. It is so, mm-hmm. and it, we have to like celebrate the victories. <laughs> like people will be like, I moved to LA from Nebraska six years ago. And it's like, it's this very, it's a very recovery-esque way of like marking time mm-hmm. uh, and progress in working in entertainment is what I've noticed. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And it's, say, uh, it's also recovery of your inner child. Yeah. It's like, this marks the time when I officially became a kid old. A kid old? A kid old. Oh, <laughs> this is the colony of kid old. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Kid old's in the hall. <laughs> oh my God. It really, it really is. Oh God damn it. That's so real. Like yeah. how many like there's probably enough adult kickball leagues here <laughs> to have large tournaments. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's we never stop growing up. We just end up paying more bills and that's it. Don't lose a child inside of you guys is what we're saying. Yeah, that's true. Have fun. Have fun. Have a lot of fun. Be a dreamer, you know. We mm. just turned into all the inspirational memes. <laughs> we're basically our own Pinterest board. Uh, right now. Oh my gosh! Um, okay, all right. What, what else? Do we want to get started? Yeah. What no. do we want to do? What did you move oh, yeah. to LA for? By the way, I moved here from Chicago. Questions. I was okay. working in advertising, um, and I moved here to work in advertising again. Uh-huh. And I did not expect that I would be transitioning into entertainment, but comedy and acting just got a hold of me got the bug and yeah like i said that's that's how I, who i was as a kid and i'm nice. trying to be a kiddle i like it trying i like to, it trying to be my best self you know yeah i did the same thing i moved to la about 10 years ago because i was well over 20 years ago because i was in love and he Ooh. was getting his phd mm. hello and uh yeah we're not together anymore should it that paycheck though i mm. should have <laughs> held on to that mm. miserable relationship but um he uh eventually i just you know, i caught the comedy bug you yeah. know and um a lot of people look at me like i'm from space they're like you just moved here to live here like a and lived here for a long time without without any aspirations of working in entertainment. I was like, yeah, I was just trying to live. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> That's how rough LA is. They say after what, your your fourth year, it's your third or your fourth year where there's no turning back. Yeah, because what are you oh. going to do when you go home? 
Yeah. That's what I realized when I started visiting home. At first, I used to visit home a lot because I'm from a little further mm-hmm. north from here. And uh, I used to visit home all the time. And now when I'm home, uh, I'm a little bored. I love being with my family and mm-hmm. I love how beautiful it is up there. But in general, I'm like, no, okay. Yeah, you, you let's get cabin get fever. Back yeah. to doing things. You you transition into like a different person. You mm-hmm. evolve in whatever direction that is yeah. into another person. And certain things don't stimulate you mentally anymore. And I feel like we we become more in tune with uh, the the higher levels of the hierarchy of needs, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you like- want to stress your your ability to like uh, maintain your Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. you, you live to LA. Stay woke. Yeah, you know, just to LA. <laughs> crazy. That's what uh, it is. What What made you decide to follow your passions while you were here? Just the environment, or just like it just happened. Um, actually, it was getting sober that really inspired me to follow my passions. Um, when I was in Chicago, I had done some improv there, but I quit because of work. Like I was a total workaholic and Mm -hmm. I didn't, um, think that it was possible almost for me to have a life outside of work besides just like partying, you know, work hard, play hard. And, um, I prioritized late nights working over like leaving one night a week to go do what I loved. Um, And so, yeah, I I kind of, I did some improv there, but didn't really um, dive into it as much as I wanted to. So when I moved out here, I was like, I'm going to do it this time. And then once I started working here, same thing happened and it just kept getting pushed off and pushed off. Um, And so I was working really hard um, at my advertising job, eventually that sort of led me to um, to my spiritual awaken- awakening, if you will. And my first assignment from my therapist at that time was to finally get in an improv class. Yay! <laughs> 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 work on your yes ending skills in your life. Yeah. I'm, I'm she assigning was like, you four classes <laughs> of improv. Yeah. She's like, you need to get your life back in order. And so I did that and um, I just like totally got sucked in. It was, I felt like it was an amazing experience really diving into the comedy community sober mm. um, wow. because I. I know myself and how I was in my disease. And I know that like, if I was still smoking weed and drinking, like I wouldn't be able to do comedy sober and I would be relying on those things to have a good show. And like this certain mix of, of this many beers and this much vape, and then I can perform. And cause I used to say when I was like out with friends, I'd have like an edible or whatever. And all of a sudden turn into a comedian. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, I needed that to, to qualify, you know, that I was funny or whatever. And, um, and so when I was sober, doing it I was able to like uncover and have enough confidence in myself doing it just as me and able to like shape my identity that way so now I don't have to rely on anything else it's just and they say like you you can't numb the good without numbing the bad yeah um or numb vice versa can't numb the bad without numbing the good Mm. um and like, there's that rush you get from being on stage, from doing an awesome stand-up set, from you know having a great improv show, and like, y- you 
can't fully feel that if you're numb. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. What That's true. Uh what how do you experience surrender? I just have to be like, fuck it. I this is something that I can't control. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I when I know that I need to surrender to something, it's probably because I'm white knuckling it and it's something that I can't change. I can't control. And um usually I just have to like recognize that that's happening and then the next step be to let it go as much as I can. Right. Probably journal a bit, pray a bit. Nice. <laughs> what was your most insane moment in and out of recovery? Oh man. Are we talking like pre-recovery? Whichever you want. Because <laughs> I've definitely, um, I've been around for a minute and I've had some insanity, you know? So yeah. I think I think either way it applies. I would say one of the moments of big insanity was like when I was realizing like, I'm here. I know all these people who are doing cool stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I spent like, I did this life audit because I read it on Fast Company. Mm-hmm. Like you take <laughs> nice. post-its and write down like all the things that you want to do in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you like plan out like what's short term, what's long term. And this was mm-hmm. me just being like a type A Absolutely. workaholic go-getter. But I took that life audit and I like ran with it (laughs) and like started just like post-its galore, like bawling, just like pretty, pretty manic. (laughs) Was this prior to you getting sober? This was pre-recovery. Hilarious. You were self-helping yourself, but like with torturing at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I love it. Your walls look like you were like investigating a murder. Yeah, exactly. Just of your spirit. (laughs) The murder of my soul. (laughs) Like strings attached. Like (laughs) This is where it started. (laughs) So funny. These are the witnesses. (laughs) So funny. Yeah, I I recently, I, okay, I'm the same way. Uh, You give me an idea and I'll do it to death. My therapist said, uh, hey, I want you to start reading Codependent No More. So I got the audiobook, finished it in four days. And she was like, all right, I need to just like, I need you to slow down. <laughs> Digest like, oh, a little bit. You Digest. thought that was going to be a few se- a few sessions, huh? I told you I'm here to work. I yeah. have that exact same problem. Like I can't learn fast enough. Yeah, I want to learn all mm-hmm. the things immediately. Mm-hmm. And like, especially like getting into acting and comedy and stuff. I'm like, I can't get enough information in my brain fast enough. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I buy all the books. I watch all the things. There's no moment of silence. Yeah, and I just like drive myself crazy with that. It's like, hey, hey, Jane, remember the time when you did this because you thought it was going to be fun? Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it fun. <laughs> exactly. I love that. So you went, so you were just in a cocoon of your own post-its, just a, a neuroses collage. Yeah. And then you, did you go to a meeting after that or did it take I a more time? I didn't know about meetings. Okay. Like, I mean... That's lovely, by the way. I knew about them from movies. Right. Where people sneak in, you know, a a brown paper drink. Or like a Law & Order episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like that people are forced to go and I don't know, that that sort of thing. Maybe like Rent in the movie Rent. Aren't they in a meeting for something? They end up in a support group of some kind. Some kind. Yeah. I don't think they identify it as like a 12-step meeting, but it's definitely like a dramatic support group. And it's funny because that's not in the play. 
It's <laughs> no. not in the play. It's not. That's the one c- scene where I just, uh, I'm, I'm exposing what kind of nerd I was in high school, by the way, where I was like going to flip a table over because I was like, that's not in the play. That's not, that, that, that's not, it's just a dope rock opera. Why are you doing this? It's probably right. because they, all the actors had to go to a meeting by court order. So they were like, hey, let's just shoot this. This will be interesting. That would be very funny. That would be very funny. And in the movie, it's probably like, I don't know, like what, an aid support thing? Yeah, it's a complete, it's a complete uh, way to stop what's happening. It's, it killed the momentum, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like Rotten Tomatoes it This is a movie. Give me more drama. Yeah. They threw it in that montage at the end. Yeah. Very strange, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's just people singing on stage. That's just, <laughs> that's just like five people just singing they it. They didn't up. want to build out the set on stage. <laughs> <laughs> How can we save 25 grand? Yeah. Montage. You got a rec center and some yeah. chairs. We got that. That's so funny. Um, so, how do you make decisions in your life? How do I make decisions? How many post-its? No, I'm kidding. I love that idea, though. (laughs) I do have to journal a lot. I talk to my sponsor and people that I really trust. Yeah. But ultimately, like I really have been making decisions from my gut, and and I feel what like my higher power is pushing me to do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really what guides me in my decision-making process because a lot of the time from what I've realized is that like my decisions have been very based on fear historically oh yeah you know and so it's identifying if it's a decision based off fear or if it's a decision based off what my heart is telling me to do and usually those are opposite choices you know like what my heart is telling me to do is is what I'm fearful of so I need to go with Oh, and those two one. things are like such a fork in the road between your fear and your gut because those are two very powerfully different directions. Yeah, and your fear can masquerade as yeah. your intuition. I was, talking, <laughs> I was talking about this with my sponsor earlier about like gut intuition, how like that's your subconscious cooking up things 24 hours a day. And that's based off like, you know that book Blink? They talk about like, mm, making yeah. those split second decisions that can alter your entire life. And even like I was remembering that back in college, my anatomy and physiology professor would say, hey, your gut intuition is correct 80% of the time. That's based on collective knowledge analysis, algorithms in the back of your head. And yet somehow we don't, some, we don't follow our gut intuitions. And yet you hear from like some of the, the most successful people in the world and they're like, yeah, it's based on a feeling. And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, collective thing of all your experiences. But yeah, then here comes our disease saying like, nah, you probably shouldn't uh, pursue your dreams. No, nah, that's crazy. That's a crazy right. idea. You probably shouldn't leave that person. Oh, no, no, that's probably a bad idea. You're going to be out there. You're going to be alone. Or like just, just these wild ass decisions. Yeah. Versus uh, I, I deal with that just by doing the next right thing. I'm like, is this right or is this wrong? Is this good or bad? Am I, help- am I hurting anybody? Am I keeping my side of the street clean? And then I go from there and I feel like that's where... A lot of my higher power operates. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like just going with fear, like, oh, my biggest fear was I'm not good enough. Right. I'm always, I'm never good enough. You know, that's just like, oh, we could be better. Oh, I see this. Okay. You got this great thing. Yeah. You could do better. Go better, 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 better. And then I end up uh, wanting to drink again after that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a dangerous place. It's, it's brutal. It's crazy. And it's good to, it's good. It's, we get to know ourselves oftentimes in those mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know? 
I, I would say not uh, on an inventory basis, mm-hmm. but it's sort of not in that way, but it's it's still informative to go like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a Well, okay. I got to do it differently next time. Yeah. And it's and it's important to make those mistakes. Yeah. It's important to eat shit and then get back up. Right. So well, I'm not good. only that, it's inevitable. Yeah. yeah. Right. Perfectionism is such a, uh, it's a prison. It's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck perfectionism. Yeah. I have it written on my little board at home that uh, it says, perfection is a box. You are not a box. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's the funniest. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a robot communication. Oh, that's absolutely. like, that's so funny. You, sir, are not a box. <laughs> hey, Siri, am I a box? <laughs> no. What is uh, perfection? <laughs> Siri's trying to answer you. Oh, shit. Shut up, Siri. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> what has been the most uh, interesting or exciting thing you've learned about yourself so far? That I am a creative person. Yay! Wow. Yeah. And that's who I've always been, and that's who I'm always going to be, and I can't mask that, hide it, suppress it. I have to acknowledge it and run with it, and... I need to be in an artistic, creative, supportive environment to feel like I'm fully me. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I was suppressing that for like eight years of my life. I mean, it could come out in different ways and fun, exciting ways. You know, mm-hmm. I was in the, the business of selling creativity and advertising and I had like my avenues, but I wasn't able to really write my own material, create my own stuff solve problems creatively in general and um i realized that i need to honor that that's inside of me that's always been a way that people describe me and it's so important to who i am as a human being right it's a beautiful thing that's awesome what would you say your level of honesty is with yourself with others with your higher power I mean, now I'm really honest. Like, yeah. 12 steps just make you that way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I get really honest. Like, I went to <laughs> Crunch the other day just to try it out for a gym membership or whatever. <laughs> How was it, by the way? Jesus, Crunch, straight I to don't, Crunch. I don't want to... I don't want to get into my personal opinion, but I didn't join. It was it was a great place, just okay. not for me. You okay, know? Mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. I'm, I I just I have specific needs with my workouts, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they were all really sweet. And the guy was talking to me, and he's like, "What's your What's your diet like?" And I just go like full on honesty with him. I'm like, so sometimes I go to the grocery store, and <laughs> and the candy that's sitting there, I go and kind of like graze it, grab it, and eat some, and and I never pay for it because I don't want to be honest. Or, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So, so, so you're a thief. Yeah, I'm a thief, but I had to fess up about it because, like, I, it was like when I was babysitting. You where that tenth step at Trader Joe's? That's hilarious. That's so funny. Yeah, like, <laughs> like when I would babysit, the pantry's there, and and like i would eat all the snacks and and if it wasn't at my house it's like it never happened yeah so if i don't buy it it's like it never happened that's but so then funny. i have to tell them because i'm like really embarrassed yeah by the way i ate all of those caramel yeah. turtles yeah in aisle four that hole in the wall me. but i gave up yeah. sugar because i can't i can't live with that petty crime anymore uh. 
Your amends is a lack. My, I am doing a living amends, giving up sugar because I can't steal any more chocolate covered peanut butter malt balls from Erewhon. Oh it's my just, god! Like, I feel like they have a photo of me in the back there. Yeah, like, look out for this lady. Look I out would for never, this girl. Just looking at you, I wouldn't imagine that you are the the person stealing out of the bins. Like, I am that girl, and they put up a sign at Erewhon that says, no grazing. And I'm like, I'm a cow now. They, they know it's me, and they're punishing me. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. No grazing. How do you, how do you deal with fear and anxiety? Oh, man. Fear and anxiety, that's just the worst. Because it happens to everybody and in varying degrees. Yeah. Um, I've lived with anxiety my whole life, but only figured out that that was the case like a year ago <laughs> um, when I got sober and figured out all this stuff about myself. But um, I do have to journal. Those gratitude lists are so helpful for oh, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's more how I deal with like depression type thoughts mm-hmm. is like listing all the things that I'm grateful for. But if I'm anxious and fearful about something, um, it's usually best to share about it, talk to somebody and write down my thoughts of like why I'm feeling this way, because most of the time then I can get to the bottom of it. And it's it's basically like what you said, Alex, of just it's always comes back to the fear that I'm not good enough. Like mm-hmm. for everything, every set of anxieties and fears are because I feel that I'm not good enough. And that's what everybody has. Yeah. You know, like even if someone acts like they're the most confident person in the world, really? No one's fear is unique. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we all have that same fundamental, like I'm not good enough thought process that goes through our heads. Um, and so just like knowing that my thoughts are probably wrong on that, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we're all enough. We're here. We're breathing. We're alive. Um, exist. Yeah. That's a long tangential way of saying journaling and talking to people and I guess meditating. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Lock yourself in a room. Boy, that's a miserable fucking place. It's yeah. the worst. I've had to, had so many people talk me off all kinds of, you know, figurative ledges yeah. before. Any kind of fear. I'm just like, oh, like, thank God I can call my sponsor. Thank God I have friends that I can talk to and talk to, not text, because so much yeah. gets lost in that. I'm like, right. hey, can I call you? Yeah. I need to hear a right. human being talk yeah. to me. Yeah. Or is it some, no, go ahead. I no, no, that's, that's fine. I was just about to uh, segue into this whole thing about how, like, there's an app now for, like, therapist you can facetime oh yeah which wow. is fucking incredible there's like text messages are oh that's just such a terrible way to communicate but when it comes i mean it's efficient for things but when it comes to matters of like your mental health and your heart like geez, yeah you need a face you need a voice you need something uh that's uh tapped into your primal right your primal sets your set of skills or whatever you want to call it but yeah, yeah no, no, i'm just that that just brought that thought up yeah. for me no worries. I don't know no. though. If I'm in that that kind of a place, like I don't really want a FaceTime. <laughs> I know, right? I want a regular exactly. phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, puffy eyed, <laughs> mascara dripping down, and oh, so gross. Yeah, definitely. I, I should. <laughs> I w- oh God, I wish I was a cute crier, but I'm not. When I cry, especially in a meeting, I'm like, <gasps> uh, like it's, oh, 
it's mocos and sweat. It's oh. not good. It's not a good time. It's not a good time. I had to Yikes. message my sponsor the other day. Hey, I think this person is ghosting me. I don't. I don't think they like. They like me anymore. <laughs> and uh, turns out I was just texting the wrong person. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and I asshole. just said the funny thing was is I said to her, uh, I'm. I, I just need to verbalize it. I know. Yeah. I know that I'm wrong. I just need to release it from my brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then an hour later, that person was like, hey, man, how you been? Haven't heard from you for a while. And I realized, oh, wrong person. I need Hilarious. to. I have too many people on my phone. <laughs> between comedian, too popular. Uh, no. <laughs> it's, it's just between program and comedians. I just have a lot of people on my phone <laughs> that I can't remember who they are sometimes. Popular. Uh, if, if I type in AA to my search blah. bar, more people will pop up just about as much as yeah. if I type in comic. Comic, yeah, it's it's crazy. I wasn't I wasn't categorizing for many years and uh, and sometimes they they cross combine mm-hmm. now that now there's yeah. like oh AA mm-hmm. and comic. Okay, let me make yeah. sure I don't have two of those. Exactly. Well, <laughs> yeah, people say like speaking things into the universe is so important. But yet now we've gotten to such a suppressed society where everything's on text, on message, on paper. And I know I talk about this almost like every episode about like the importance of texting and calling, but it's so fucking important. I see so many things like my buddy's going through a divorce. He's like, well, I texted her this and I texted her that. I'm like, you fucking idiot. You're going through a divorce. Yeah, I quit. Quit you, putting it in writing. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah you're incriminating yourself. <laughs> right? <laughs> Receipts, my man. Receipts. Oh Just... my god, I wish it's Russell Brand. That would be really fun. <laughs> did, have you guys? Did you see him on Bill Maher this week? By the way, mm-hmm. look it up. Uh, he had kind of a cool in recovery breakdown and mm. is on the other side of it. Hey. And it's uh, real interesting. I'm like, oh, I know that energy. Oh, I yeah. know that having to surrender in recovery. Oh, I get that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. surrendering mm-hmm. man that is just yeah. that goes against everything we're taught as society right he wrote a book about it so yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a good thing yeah he, he's on uh, another podcast in my queue I gotta listen to him too yeah what is how do you okay what are the defects you have to work on the most the defects that I worked on the most that are still always a thing gossiping like hello <laughs> <sighs> That's a good one. Hello, I'm a chick. Things happen. Hot goss, man. Hot the goss. Hot goss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker for it. Give me so, the juice. But now, because I know it's a character defect and did some work on it, I'll at least be like, I'm sorry, I'm gossiping. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And then it makes the other person feel kind of like they're like, oh, oh, me too. <laughs> and it makes me feel kind of like, okay, okay, cool. As we were just talking about the ne- the need to talk, right? <laughs> well, you you do need to communicate, but on the on the other hand, there's a way to communicate without throwing people under the bus, and I've right. learned that the hard way multiple times. Oh boy, multiple times where I've been like, I had a thing I went through and brought up another person's name, mm-hmm. and that boy. wasn't good, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and and eventually those things surfaced, and I had to just be, you know, thank God for amends because I had mm-hmm. to just be like. I've caused you harm. How can I make it right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. just so you know, like, I hope we keep this conversation between us, mm-hmm. the three of us, mm-hmm. super private. Yes. Don't share it with anyone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so funny. Um, no one's supposed to know this. Yeah. 
but yeah. I'm tell you because I trust you. <laughs> well, and sometimes, sometimes people like gossip is so ingrained in our behavior. My my therapist today was just like we were talking about communication and people who just kind of take or people who you know it's more reciprocal and people you can gain from. She called it the hand up conversation and the hand down conversation. Oh, and the hand down conversation is very much like it can be a little needy, it can be a little codependent, or it could be mining for information. Or um, just gathering information and then just taking off with it to go go out (laughs) in the world and gossip. And I was like, for real, I've done that. But also, it happens in a lot of my interactions. People will be like, so how's it going? What are you doing? My favorite one in entertainment, how's the career going? What are you doing? And then they're just sort of like probing for info. And then they just disappear like a cloud from like a Speedy Gonzalez cartoon. And you're like... Oh, uh, uh, who's the casting something. director on that? Right, Bye. right, and then and then and then I've learned to just be like, uh, what, what I'm going to implement from now on is, I'm well. How are you? Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't want to, if I don't want to be in a conversation with somebody, I don't have to engage. I can just say, mm-hmm. I'm well. How are you? Oh, things are great. You know, we're moving right along. Moving right along. Yeah, I don't have to dump all my rocks out on the table just because somebody asked. Right. Yeah, I've, you know? been, I've been a sucker for that before where people are like, oh, hey, uh, nice shirt. And I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I got this on sale. Everyone marshals. And you the and I both do that. Oh. I'll be like, I got this at the Goodwill. And then we high five each other. Yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes uh, I've learned recently just to say, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. And that's it. Instead of being drawn into a conversation, as compliments are just like a nice way to reel somebody in. Like, hey, uh, we like your hair today. Oh, well, thank you so much. Oh, I did this. And then they're talking to you. Then sometimes you're stuck in a conversation that you don't necessarily want to be in. Yeah. Uh, So I learned how to just uh, hot gas. Hot gas. Hot gas. Yeah, that's a a hard one. Because especially in the program, that can be... I I didn't have a lot going on outside of the program for many years. Uh, so uh, that was most of the things that I, I, I developed a keen sense of gossiping. I, de- I got really good at it. And then, and then I started working in entertainment. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a muscle I have and I'm having to reel it back in. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's just like, yeah, I know some something about this conversation or somebody in this conversation or someone you're talking about, but I don't need to. I don't need to say it. Yeah. I don't need to be the one to divulge any information. Yeah. Or even learning to say things like, um, you know, well, maybe I had a situation recently where a friend of mine was like, I'm dating this person. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and he was like, going yeah uh, and and sort of my response was like well you know i'm not gonna give any details but you know just so you know like some drama went down with the last person they were dating and i don't i don't want you to be unprepared if that happens your experience might be totally different yeah right and then they're like spill the beans no 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 good yeah i'd want a person to spill the beans if i was i know you would you'd be like oh you like, get to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> give me the fucking TCP right. report on that person. <laughs> yeah, so funny. <laughs> I need it. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, Got to make inform- yeah, informed decisions. And I don't even know if that is a good. Uh, maybe I shouldn't even. I don't know. Well, I just 
commend you for being able to like stand your ground after saying that and not divulging because then like like Alex or I would be like tell me you know right. we'll, we'll just give you that look like and, and. I've yeah. been taking improv so yes and that statement <laughs> I will please. be like no but my, and none of my business <laughs> <laughs> no just, yes and yes and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it gets really crazy but um, how do you experience forgiveness Forgiveness, so important. Well, sometimes I do a meditation app that has a forgiveness meditation. What's your app? I use this one <laughs> called Calm. Okay, I like I like Calm. I've got I've, you, I've oh, fucked with Calm. I've used I've it in the past. I'm I'm currently. Uh, let me look. Um, it's the one that I have now. Wait, do yeah, I need to download it so I can be in this uh, conversation? No, it's it pretty. You know, I think you're. I think you might be. I'm not good at meditating, which is why I use apps. I'm in the market for a new <laughs> app, though. Breathe, breathe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like it. It's cool. free because you know it has. It's I sort need of a like free one. It's like Calm. It has more options because Calm turned into a freemium thing where you pay mm-hmm. and uh, Breathe has some things you need to unlock, but. I think it's a pretty good app. Sponsor us. Sponsor. <laughs> it's actually it was uh, one of my uh, the pre the the first round of twelve questions. Uh, it was a guest who turned me on to it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. We we fucks with you heavy. Call yeah, me. and I think I think the um, because um, what's the one that everybody uses? But it's expensive. Headspace. Headspace. Yeah. You it's know like the, the one. Equinox of apps. Jesus. Uh, it really is. It's Christ. the Equinox of meditation apps. I was like, what do you like? Wow. Who's gonna pay what thirteen ninety nine a month? It's insane. No. I'm That's like gonna... more than Spotify. Yeah. Which Spotify has some meditations on. What? It, it does. It, does, it yeah. also yeah. yeah, it also has like sleep sounds if you have a noisy neighbor or a dog that won't stop barking in your neighborhood. I'm speaking from very specific experience. Jeez, thirteen ninety nine, does it shoot the dog? Uh no. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's no. that's me. No, but yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's a uh yeah. Yeah. You can you can get a you can go for cheap on some of these meditation apps. Right. And also my sponsor and I have been uh she likes to go to meditation sessions at Buddhist temples with a very funny caveat of don't join a cult. And here's oh, how you don't join the cult. Yikes. Is that yeah. one of those chanting cults? No, we checked out a chanting meditation and it was terrifying and it was clearly a cult. And she was like, okay, so we've reached like the seven signs of a cult already. We got to go. And we just left. It was really fun. There Um, are seven signs. I can't remember them all, but there's like a specific number of signs. But isn't AA a cult? I feel like I do really well with cults. (laughs) I was in a sorority. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the difference between a sorority and uh, and and AA and um, a cult. Here's here's really here's really let's break it down. So, cult versus no one. One of the the key factors is no one blocks your exit. If you want to go, you are free to leave. Right? You're free to leave the sorority. Right? Yes. And you're free to leave the you're free to leave AA at any time. You could easily go. Yeah. People would call cuz they love you, but they wouldn't physically block you or they wouldn't um they wouldn't continuously uh bother you or like eventually they would just kind of be like, "Okay, 
This is a decision she's made. And then you'd be out we in the tried. wind. Yeah. But uh, so that's, that's the, the first hallmark. No one's blocking your exit. That's a huge deal. So if you ever go to a meditation class and somebody is like all up in your grill and it's really hard to leave, uh, run, get out of mm. there. Uh, secondly, um, they're, they're not requiring you to provide money for membership. Sororities might be different. Um, but yeah, you got to pay for those. You got to pay for your friends. Got to pay for your friends. Um, and there is, uh, I think there's a couple other things. I'm gonna really find this out because I wish I knew. I wish I knew all the things. Um, but there's there's just a few things where um, they're oh they're not asking you to separate from your friends and family. No, you know, a sorority doesn't want you to not call your mom. Right. You know, no, a sorority has never called your parents suppressive. Mm. Um, what is up with this meditation cult? Right. Yeah. There are several. Um, there are a couple of. I, where did I went to? I went to like S, SPI or something. Or it's it's like a chanting. It's like, but it's an aggressive chanting. It doesn't feel calming at all. It's it was just a lot of people just chanting wildly into the air. It was crazy. And then um, there uh, there are a couple where um, it, it, you start they'll like provide a free meal and it'll usually be like vegan or something. And then, um, and then you'll do the meditation and then they'll be like, Hey, um, also you should join our, our Buddhist religion, like a lot, you should really join it. And so once that talk starts, you just like, you just do a little cartwheel out of the room. You're just like, I'm done. <laughs> and you're like, thanks for the lunch. And then you leave. Um, but yeah, those are the the differences. But occasionally she was like, or like um, Hare Krishna's, it's debated whether or not it's a cult. So my, my normie boyfriend's a little bit obsessed with cults. So it's pretty funny. Uh, those sounds like those sound like really lame cults, though. You just got a cult of like just very quiet people. Yeah, you're supposed to chant, though. You, you can't arm like people. Well, uh, Hare Krishnas have like a like a fun chant. They have like oh. a, a different. It's not it's not like the SPI ch- ch- crazy chant where mm-hmm. it's like bah, like really loud. Well, um, you like engage all your sleeper cells just to like raise a noise complaint, and that's about it. <laughs> right. Well, and then, and then it's and then it's really interesting. I had a. Um, Oh God! I have this room. <laughs> I have this roommate uh, I'm, that I just I'm moving out of the place. Uh, who he was in that type of chanting cult, Yikes. so he would like chant really loudly. But one time he had like a men's group in our living room, mm-hmm. and I came out. And it was right when I was writing for Roast Battle, mm-hmm. and I came out and I just burst through a door, and I was like. What kind of robot orgies happening here right now? I don't understand. Like, what the fuck is that noise? I thought I was. I thought I was having a stroke. I was like, what is this? And I see just a room full of men and incense and aggressively loud chanting. And I was like, oh, our new roommates in a cult. Yeah, cool. And I just sort of like moonwalked out of the room. Oh, is it thirteen ninety nine a month? <laughs> Like, yeah, it was uh it was the talk space called Join. It's the only way you'll be calm. Um, we'll teach you the right ways to chant. Yeah, it was oof, brutal. But um but yeah, so uh but there are some uh meditation groups 
that are lovely. Like if you're in the LA area, check out Dharma Punks. Great. And they also have a 12 step meeting there with 20 minutes of meditation. Nice. 20 minutes of meditation. Can you handle it? Yeah. Can you handle it? Yeah, I fall asleep. That's what I do. I'm not good at <laughs> meditating. Um, So uh, that's why I need to go to classes. It's like, I, I just never... Oh, what it was is I did, um, I'm talking a lot about me, I need to calm down. I did for martial arts for a long time, so my meditations were moving. And they were very physically tiring. And so I hurt myself doing that, because I can't do anything a little. And now I can't do I can't do karate as of right now, and I, maybe forever. I, I don't know. Today I can't. And so um, uh, the bummer part of it is, is now I have to relearn how to meditate. So that's why I have the apps and the I've done the calms. I've done the done all of it. So I've done all the apps. I love here in LA the um, Den Meditation. That's a great studio. Ooh, I'll check that out. It's like bougie meditation. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Is yeah, it just they've like got the sound baths? They've got everything. I love uh, for yoga. Mm-hmm. I love a real kooky spiritual. I want a sound bath to happen. I yes. want someone to like drop essential oils on my forehead. <laughs> I want it. To, I want to like smell. I want to smell like an Indian restaurant when I leave. Yes. Like I want. I want the whole experience. I want to get my junk adjusted. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I want. Junk. I want. I want like a like a, a a you know a Belinda or something to come up and be like, I'm gonna adjust. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Could you? Could you? Could, okay. I'm gonna I'm stick gonna, this quartz rock where the sun doesn't shine. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna just put my hands on your hips. You're a little tight. <laughs> I want I want the whole I want the whole thing. I want the whole thing. I don't I don't wanna I, I've tried yoga at the LA fitness and I'm like, all right, Chad, this is a little too practical. <laughs> yeah. I, want, I want some fluffy spiritualism. <laughs> I've gone to that place on Melrose, the Earth's power yoga, Ooh. and they have these lighted scenescapes. <gasps> Jesus. And the guy who owns it, he brings out the gong at the end and does a yes. sound bath meditation. I gotta go there. Brings How much out a is gong. It? We need to talk after this. We yeah. need to talk about getting some some Stephen. He'll hook you up with the sounds. Love yeah. it. Love it. He's, that's my gong that he's using, by the way. Your Kui gong. <laughs> yeah. Using you my... can't be mad about being typecast as Asian yeah, if you're no. gonna make a joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give our listeners a visual, you know. Like... Guess what, guys? Alex, super Asian. <laughs> We're gonna super end this Asian. podcast with a gong. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! I brought it. I uh, okay. Uh, what's been <laughs> the most uh, interesting amends you've had to make? Uh, the one to my dad. Because he was just like, it's in the past. It happened. Oh, yeah. He couldn't be present to it. He was just like, we're done. He was just like, you're great now. Don't even worry about those things. And like, yeah, couldn't really like hmm. grasp me apologizing for stuff. I think because he like blocked that out of his brain. Like that girl who did those things is like not here now. I don't know. It was interesting. Or maybe he just didn't want to apologize for anything he's done. Mm. Mm, Maybe. I think just for a lot of people who are unfamiliar with the process of amends, it's uncomfortable because uh, there's a great... Do you ever watch... uh, I think... I can't remember if it was on Louis Short or if it was on Marin's show, 
but one of them, they're both in the scene, and one of them, I think it's Louis, he goes to Marin's apartment to apologize to him for something. Mm-hmm. And he, it's like in season three, and he makes this beautiful amends. And Mark Marin says, Yeah, man, you came by a couple years ago and said the exact same thing. <laughs> I forgive you. He had just completely forgotten. That's so funny. Such it's a good episode. Really good episode. And I think that, um, I think for a lot of people, the, our process of amends is awkward. That's yeah. why I streamlined it very, for especially for like a 10-step style amends, I really streamlined it too. I've caused you harm. How can I make it right? Because I've said nice. a lot of I'm sorry's. Yeah. And, you know, it may be never do that again. And it may be, you know, in the future, do this differently. Or it may be, you know, I accept your apology but i i generally um I, I i think it's pretty it's a bummer he couldn't be present to it but i'm sure he digested it later he really appreciated it for sure but he just wanted it to be over the second it started <laughs> that's so funny well because you know it's so funny we live in a society where like people are not saying i'm sorry anymore like yeah. everyone's just like you're wrong and fuck you and i'm outraged and and when, what will I th- my concern is, is if people did start apologizing, if people did get vulnerable and say, you know what, we ExxonMobil fucked up yeah, and we allowed all of these things to happen or we, the fire department was not ready for a massive fire or we, the government, were not ready for these floods or for these hurricanes and we're sorry. I wonder if as a nation we could all go, thank you for that let's work to do better. Yeah. As opposed to they apologize. Therefore that is an omission of guilt mm-hmm. and therefore I can be more outraged. And I think that's usually what people are, are used to like mm-hmm. in a corporate environment. You've worked in offices with other people. It gets game of Thrones real fast. In an office. Oh yeah. 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 It's uh have you ever worked like in a mm-hmm. cubicle office job? Oh Yeah. Yeah, and it gets real it gets real intense. Like nasty. Yeah. It's like what if that bitch Karen actually said, Hey, I'm sorry. How would it be perceived? Right. So It'd be uh, weird. You're like it's so amazing or so rare that we once it happens, we're just like, Oh my god, it's changed my whole point of view of life and like, oh man, have you not had anyone say sorry to you? Like that's that's my father. My father is the same guy. Cause like he's a war veteran and when I had my immense with him, he was like Yep. Had another sip of his beard and kept having dinner. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that, but yeah. the act is, is we do it and then we no. let go of the results. Absolutely. That's the thing. Is we, yeah. just, we show up and we do it and then and then it's in God's hands. Yeah, and I bought yeah. him a jacket. So he, I, got right. a, I got a bigger reaction from the jacket than I got from pouring my heart out. He's like, yeah, this has fur lining. All right, I'll use this. Some people don't do feelings. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't. Yeah. They don't do yeah, feelings. When you've seen rocket grenades. Like, yeah, it can engulf, just be yeah, too much. That, for yeah. people yeah but i know that they appreciate it right yeah 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 you kept your side of the street clean is all that matters yeah it's so freeing to do those amends yeah like by the time yeah. i got to that point i was like i'm so ready for this right this is exciting right i always tell people if you're in the process of your steps from four to nine 
okay, I get it. It feels like a like just a tr- you're just trudging your ass off. It's a marathon of trudging. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. However, once you get to nine and then you knock on the door of ten, you're like, "Woo! This is so much easier." Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's because yeah. you're not carrying all that luggage with yeah. you everywhere. Yeah. And after you really do that, yeah. Things. Like I after that ninth step, I had to take like a huge fucking nap. I slept a full eight hours after pouring all. So that like a shit normal out. human being. Yeah. Oh, wow, I'm so <laughs> not special. Not a person I'm, living in LA. <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not unique. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> special. <laughs> no. Ridiculous. I had to sleep the average amount of sleep hours. <laughs> I know. After pouring your heart out. Wow. What? Oh, so brave. Yeah, just in case you don't live in LA, ain't nobody sleeping out here. Um, and everyone's anxious and miserable as a result. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we all need to take a nap. They this make you think it's all calm, but it's an illusion. I know, I know. I would sleep more, but the post-its say different. Ah, <laughs> call back, call back, how do you do this on a day-to-day basis? Like, you're blowing me away right now. You look so professional. You look, you look like you're ready for the red carpet. That is you way showed sweet. up for a podcast. Oh, my God. Are any <laughs> casting directors listening to Yeah, this? no, no, for real. Look this lady up. She's amazing. Um, I wonder, I, before we started rolling, I was like, just by the way you dress, I can tell that you're qualified to make decisions to decorate my room. <laughs> like, I am not qualified. I always look like a like a 21 year old in college like it just doesn't it's never and not a girl I look like it's dude's dorm room every time so um no, I'm changing. I'm buying a salt. I'm buying myself a salt lamp. I deserve Uh-oh. it. Ooh, I've given them his gifts lamp, so what? many times and never bought one for myself. I'm buying myself you a fucking deserve salt it. Lamp. Treat yourself. It. Treat, treat yourself. It was just Treat Yourself Day. Mm. Was it? Yeah. Is that an actual thing yeah. on the calendar? October thirteenth. October thirteenth yeah, is Treat Yourself Day. Oh, yeah. It was Friday the thirteenth and Treat Yourself Day on the same day, and so, so I was like, I'm buying a ticket to Bali because those are cheap as fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna see some ghosts. I'm gonna treat myself to a haunting. Yeah, that would be. Treat myself to a haunting. (laughs) No, I've been. A lot of my fun money has been going to haunts. I love being scared. Uh, I'm gonna treat myself to ghosting some guys. Ah, Uh, Not good enough. Not good enough. Are you. (laughs) Are you. Are you like a. This is a side question. Are you like a dating person yet? Or are you. Have you been released into the wild and ready to date? Or were you in in a relationship? Or. I was in a relationship. It was long distance. Um, so I'm single now. Ooh. But I I was like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, spend some time being single, really like focusing on my career. Mm-hmm. I'm still in that zone, but like I'll take some dates. Yeah, uh, that's know? a good place to I'll be. I'll see what, what's out there. That's a good place yeah. to be. You're like, I'm my own woman. I sleep in the middle of my bed. I'm very comfortable. Starfish yeah, style. But like if you want to buy me dinner. Starfish. Yes, that's what I call it. I'm like, you know, that's how you know you're over a breakup. Starfish pose. Yeah, yeah, um, that's the best. Down. Mm-hmm. That was me. <laughs> that was me last night. I helped uh, helped my dude with an audition, and literally was like, we've got to get this in like 
three takes because I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> it's time to pass the fuck out. Yeah, and he left. He like, le- or no, he was listening to the tape and he looked back and I was snoring. I was like, I can't, I can't handle the sound of my own voice. I'm going to bed. <laughs> so you're like, I hope you're ready to send that. Yeah. I'm ready I'm to done. Victory. Fix it in post. Yeah. 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 He was, he, it, it came out great. The, um, but you know, what does your day to day look like? Like, what is your routine, your recovery routine look like? Oh, man. Guys, I am not waking up early enough. I wake up at a decent time, okay. you know, like 8, 8.30. Mm-hmm. But I want to be one of those people that wakes up at 6 in the morning and goes to the gym. Okay. Jeez. Is that unreasonable? Not a little. How, what time are you going to bed? <laughs> what time are you going to bed? Way too late for that shit. Like, mm. like one or two. Yeah, because the cost of that is you go to bed at 10. Yeah. Which or nine. then it's like, then I wouldn't be doing comedy stuff. So, how much caffeine do you drink? I'm going to be a doctor for a second, Doctor yeah. Anna. I drink like a cup of coffee in the morning. Okay, Iced I was coffee. I was down to like a cup. If you quit drinking caffeine for a while, you'll start waking up really early. I have yeah. no idea. I like reset. I basically like reset my sleep cycle by quitting drinking caffeine. What? Wow. I drink like I, a silo of coffee in the morning. Because it stops a silo of it coffee. It stops yeah. working. It's, oh, I drink so much coffee. I have to have a red eye throughout yeah. the day. And if I don't, I'm just I'm just like me, you know. I'm like Scrooge. When you wake up, do you go straight to the gym or do you No, like that's that's goals, but right. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag goals. But when I wake up I do three morning journal pages every morning. Uh, are you an artist's way lady? I sure <laughs> am. Oh, I just got a copy of that. And uh, then Codependent No More came into my life. And I was like, I got to put this shit on hold. <laughs> like, we got we to gotta deal with this monster before I yeah. can start having fun with my creativity again. <laughs> I love how addicted we are to these self-help things. I resisted it for so long. I really yeah. did. I really did. And I, I would interview people for this podcast and um, like a uh, shout out to JF Harris. He is the most self-help bookie person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and I was very resistant to the idea of it. But now I'm like, all right, whatever works. If it works, if then it works, you gotta do it. Do the thing. Yeah, let's do, do the, the thing. damn thing. Do the damn thing. What's the worst that can happen? Audible exists. We don't even uh. have to sit down and read it anymore. We can just listen <laughs> to it and then reference it. It's delightful. It's amazing. I love audiobooks and yeah. podcasts. You're the best. I'm addicted. Me too. Because you can't read and wash the dishes at the same time. Sure can't. Can't read and do laundry. No, That's- cannot. Shout out to Audible. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, money, woman. <laughs> I need, I'm, do, I'm overdue for a vacation. All right? okay. What about being of service, man? <gasps> I am of service every day. I do a good deed every day. Every I, day. I seek a good deed every single day. And boy, <laughs> What was it today? Have you done it yet? Yes, today was when I was driving Lyft and I helped someone get all their luggage and all their groceries into their house. I could easily That was really sweet of you. I can dump them onto the road if I wanted to and drive off and not feel a thing, but I was like, no, here's my opportunity to go do a good deed for the day. So I helped them out and they were like, oh my God, thank you so much. That really made a difference. And it took 30 seconds. Yeah. 
Wow. It takes, and it was free. It's it's and you know I just kept it on the clock. I didn't end the ride yet, so you know your boy made it. Yeah, like an I was extra gonna 12 say. Cents, you know, <laughs> did you fuck up earlier in the ride and you were like, I gotta get that five star rating? No, bring your no, no. So funny. I started off on the right train tracks, which is how I start off my day. I start off my day by making my bed. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, taking a breath. And then you go about your day with taking that extra breath and every little thing you do along the way, every tiny little action that you make, uh, I feel like you are planting a seed for another good deed or a successful day. And when that happens, you're like, oh, there goes my higher, my higher power at work. Save me from that car accident. Save me from, you know, maybe possibly um, meeting a really crazy person or something or, you know, drives you to meet a great person to change yeah. your day. Like, I love this town because you have all great minds. Uh, just that coming here to like change things or like change the industry or like titans of the industry. And I met a sober person the other day, uh, like 37 years sober. Wow. Damn. R- runs one of the biggest tech conventions in the world. I took him to Ikea. He was like, oh, yeah, me and my partner, yeah, we, we rent this Airbnb and we broke this bed and ha-ha, I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, they just didn't expect, you know, to have 400 pounds of man on that bed. It's all right. <laughs> so we go, to, uh, we go to Ikea and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Ikea and buy this bed. And then just uh, there's, a, there's a, some app that, you know, that you can have movers on demand it's like an mm-hmm. uber but they have a big truck yeah it's called um buddy truck and i've used it okay mm-hmm. yeah so i said uh well what and then su- you can you can task grab at somebody to come and assemble your furniture hilarious yeah i'm gifted with ikea furniture i'm on task grab <laughs> <laughs> as like a builder i'm like gifted with ikea <laughs> yeah, so, so i asked him what size is the bed because i have moved so much ikea furniture mm-hmm. in my car and he said, oh, it's a, it's a queen. And I was like, oh, that'll fit in my car. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, hey, this is my chance. You have to a Prius. D- yeah. How did that work? Oh, the Prius is humongous inside. It's oh, humongous. okay. Oh, it's just the yeah. frame. I forget. It's Ikea. You just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's just like a bunch of boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after I was like, well, I could just wait here and we could fit in my car. He's like, oh, my God, that would that would really change my day because I I have to go do this big convention. I'm like the, the lead sales guy for all the companies. And so I just waited there. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes. Did you ask him for the meatballs? <laughs> no, I don't like, know if I, I wanted to t- ask him for the meatballs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, uh, so he came, he comes back with a box, and boom, we're out. I take him back home. He's like, "Dude, you made such a huge difference." I help him take the box inside, and the dude hands me seventy bucks. He was like, oh, "I'm sorry, like this is what this is all I got. Like I really want thank you for taking care of me." I was like, "Oh, dude!" I was like, "You don't even have to." He's like, "No, no, no, you're a good guy." And then he gave me tickets to the convention. And he said, stay in touch. I, I, I want to hang out. I want to just uh, hit you up when I'm in town, go see a show or something. Okay. So I gained it, all that to gain an audience member. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's all, <laughs> all that for a follower. That's you know, right. You could just buy those. Do so, it for the follower. <laughs> so you make your bed. You do your morning pages. What else do you yes. do? Yes. Um, I do work out. Hey, me too. Hey. Not trying to drop that, but <laughs> But honestly, I've, I've realized how much it helps me just maintain my sanity. Okay. Like, it's so important for me to have that release. And it's like a new thing that I got addicted to in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do that. All the endorphins. Yeah. Um, try to hit it, 
hit a meeting, you know, not every single day, but like three or four a week at least. Nice. Um, and yeah, right now I'm taking some classes, doing some shows. My life is a little blessed right now. If anyone's listening who can give me a, a money job, I'd appreciate that. <laughs> Good for you. And I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, totally. I get it. Um, uh, we'll let you know when this drops. And hopefully those <laughs> money job offers will come in. The casting well, directors, man. the money jobs. The... the All of it. All of it. Um, when you get that name of the casting director, please CC me. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, we'll CC you guys out there. <laughs> what, what is your connection with your higher power like? It's really legit. It's a okay. really legit connection. Describe. Um, I... I pray to my higher power in the morning, at least. And then uh, someone said in a meeting once, like, that just throughout the day, they'll be like, God, help me out with this. And I, was, I don't know why that was, like, so groundbreaking to me. But I was like, oh, yeah, I can, like, do this throughout the day, not just in the morning, you know? Yeah. Um, so I usually pray, like, every time before I, I do a show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, let me be of service to these people. Yeah, let me I do too. Yeah. yeah, because that's that's the that's where I'm coming from with because you're bringing them joy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I I pray that I'll leave them happier than when they came. Oh, I like that. I'm gonna steal that. I like that. Steal that. <laughs> yeah. Can you BCC me on that too. <laughs> I'll BCC you. So funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, and th- and that's really important to me. I'm still like, you know, working through exactly what my higher power is. Yeah, but I have a strong sense of of what that is now. Um, you're right where you're supposed to be, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I. Um, oh, that's good. You're not. You hear that, guys? You are right where you are supposed to be. <laughs> right where you're supposed to be. Because you're not. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. I don't know anything about my higher power. I pray for my higher knowledge of my higher power's will and the power to carry that out. Other than that, I just try to experience my higher power. I can't really tell you if it has a face or a name or a thing or because they a lot of times people in their first like 90 days they're like i'm gonna build a higher power it's gonna look like david bowie and ride a unicorn that <laughs> shoots laser beams and you're like you're like but like it doesn't have to be that complicated it can just right. be like there's something greater than me don't know what it is yeah totally cool with it yeah it's the being cool with it is the part that takes time right such a great ego check i heard that it's written on my book actually uh, that the only thing I know is that I know nothing at all. Yeah. And when you can tell yourself that, when you think you should be print, printed on every five-year coin. Every five, yeah. Every five-year coin, every co- five-year medallion should have, you know nothing, and that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they they uh, they put it over a fire and then they burn it into your arm. <laughs> then we all get branded. Wait, yeah, that, again, we're back in the cult, cult now. <laughs> welcome to the cult. It's so weird. Um, AA is not a cult because they force you to talk to your family. 
So that's yeah, <laughs> that's true. They make you. Yeah, they make you. Yeah, and there's snacks a lot and of times. A lot, a lot of, of times, cl- colds they starve you a little bit, or they only give you carbohydrates. Lose your will, so you can't think. Oof. Yeah, need my ri- ribeye. Yeah, we got a. <laughs> Who's giving you ribeye? Yeah, what's this? <laughs> Where, yeah. Where is it? We're broke. What's that? Ralph's manager special. <laughs> you got to cook it the same day, but it's Bull. ribeye. <laughs> Wow. Don't eat a medium what? rare. Eat a medium well. You'll get away with it. If there are any meetings that serve cans of tuna in the market, it's just all cats. You got to bring your it's own cat, cat opener. BYO uh, cat, BYO tuna. <laughs> so funny. What kind of fucking meeting is this? That's great. I don't know, one. but I'm allergic to that meeting. A very uh, smelly yeah. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Why does it smell like cat pee in here? Because um, it is. I once, okay, I once was at a noon meeting here in Hollywood. This is like six, seven years ago. And we had just adopted this cat named Normal. Never, never. Ex- normal? Yeah, like never accepted. Yeah, never accept an animal that is named something like that. Because it means that the cat is not normal. It's an ab- It was an abnormal cat. It was. We just started calling her Abby because she was Abby normal. She was really weird. Uh, Jeez, and- that's like kids with Harry Potter names. I just don't trust them. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Potter names. Why did you His name, name your name child like Voldemort? Draco. <laughs> Draco. <laughs> this is Draco. Uh, yeah. um, He's going to become president. But my uh, the funny part was is they. I, I was sitting in the meeting and I thought, what smells like cat pee? Something. <laughs> Smells like cat pee. Cat pee on what you. is this? What is this? And I look down at my purse and I go, why does... No. And I open my purse and the cat, right before I left, had peed inside of the purse. That Yikes. is horrendous. On my cell phone, Ugh. in no. my money. What? Everything. No, I think how I figured it out is I gave a dollar to the seventh tradition. I was like, oh, my purse is full of cat urine. Uh, I'm going to kill myself. That was a humbling moment. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my so God. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I like, I like a meeting where you're like, no, I smell like the homeless person. Cool. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Uh, I gotta go do a 10 step right now. Yeah. The, <laughs> you're doing a 10 step to the cat. I know. The bo- <laughs> I, I literally, I called my boyfriend. I was like, to talk to your cat because yeah. she sucks, and he got he got her in the breakup. It's it's all meant to be. It's okay. all meant to be. Yeah. Normal has fuck, a home. Who the fuck wants an animal that pisses in your? Sh- oh. She hated me. Yeah. She hated me. And I have man. a cat, and my cat has uh, not done these things. My cat will do some dickheaded things sometimes, but mm. she doesn't pee in a purse. She knows the value of a purse. The cat was trying to steal your purse. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, terrible Marker territory. Terrible thief. I know. The um, hot rips into a weird yeah. story. Uh, so, uh, what would you, for someone like yourself, what would you say? Any advice you would give? Any um, any words of encouragement for someone thinking of getting sober or thinking of doing acting or anything? Like, what, what would you want to give away on this podcast? Just to, oh, it's going to be so cheesy, but just to, like, follow what makes you happy. Follow the bliss. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now, and it's making me really fucking happy. And I know that it's, like, there's ups and downs and all that. Like, we, you know, we've been talking about all the different 
ebbs and flows that there can be. But like at the end of the day, I know that what I'm doing, there's a purpose for it, you know, mm-hmm. and and it makes me happy. Like I feel that like comedy saved my life. Me this too. program saved my life. Yeah. And I'm glad that you guys asked me to do this podcast because ultimately, like, I want to be able to share my story and my experience to be able to help others see that they can talk about stuff that they're going through, too, and mm-hmm. and be open. Because, you know, like, this stuff can save a life. Really yeah. I mean, you know, we can joke about cast cat piss oh, yeah. <laughs> but like that cat piss could save a life yeah exactly. if I wasn't in the program that cat would be dead yeah exactly <laughs> and the hat it saved a cat's life it saved a cat's life at minimum yeah. <laughs> at minimum yeah. shout out um, ASPCA sponsor yeah. and something that I'm telling myself lately because I continually have to be patient with myself that's like a, I just, like we were saying earlier, like I want to learn all the things immediately. Yeah. I want to do all the things right away. I want it now. I want it mm. now, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so just being patient with yourself and remembering like you have God willing all the time in the world. Yeah. Like we're on the right path doing what we want. And that's the most important thing, you know, that. We're exactly where we need to be right yeah. now. Yeah. Where can we find you on social media and all the things? Where can the casting directors get at you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Instagram. I'm Jane Johnson. Okay. With one of those little underscores at the end because some bitch took the regular hand. Because oh. that's you're the only Jane Johnson in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but Johnson with an S E N because it's Norwegian. Oh, okay, uh, got it, got it, got it. Norwegian, little culture for you guys. A little culture. Mm. Yeah. Absorb it. My family has lutefisk at holidays. What is lutefisk? <laughs> uh, it's a um, it's a, a northern rapper uh, that does hits. No, it's a it's a, it's a pickle. <laughs> I just got that. That's great. <laughs> I've got holes in different area codes. Yes. <laughs> Not the right accent, but it'll do. Yeah, yeah. I love that attempt in Norwegian ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah. Like bitch, get out the way. Um, one hole, two, two holes. Oh three. my god, uh, Hilarious. Uh, it's a pickled fish. It's a pickled fish. Uh, yeah. Sounds like a pickled fish. Yes. <laughs> it's a pickly fish. Yes. What? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Alex, uh, where where can we where can the 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 fans send your jars of lutefisk? No, please send it to my area code at three one zero. No, no, just uh, I am on social media everywhere at Dapper Duong. That's D A P P E R D U O N G. Holler. Nice. And I am at, uh, you can visit my website, annabalanzuela.com, or or you can uh, tweet at me or Instagram at Anna V is fun. Uh, That's Anna with two N's. And where can they send you that sweet can of 
Cat piss. Cat piss? Uh, they can send it to the damn cells. I got a cat. I'm fine. Uh, but anyway, in case in case no one's ever told you uh, told you this today, uh, I love you and thank you for being here. And we love you, Jane. Love yeah, you guys. We love you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and Alex, uh, if you haven't, uh, I interrupted you. I've been interrupting all day. No, I was just gonna say it's really, really awesome that you guys are doing this. Yay! Really like cool it. that that we're talking about real shit. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Cat piss smile. and Ludafis. Cat the, piss and Ludafis. Hilarious. Let's yeah, name album. this one. Cat piss. <laughs> yeah, cat piss. Cat, cat piss, piss and Ludafis. Love it. Uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Alex, if no one's told you this today, I love you, man. Love you too. And if you're listening to this uh, and no one's told you this today, uh, we love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.